What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite movie wannabe snob podcast. That's right, the how to be a movie snob podcast. And we have three super wide awake, not headache at all, hosts this evening, morning, whenever you choose to Fresh listen. faces. Fresh faces, new places. Uh, coming to us from the lovely Land of Seattle suburb. Hey, it's Pat. It's Pat. Hey, look. It's Pat. I can't believe we haven't made that reference yet. We did. There we did. Done. Okay. Moving on. And the next, our next host is from the sunny land of Dallas. Oregon. Oregon. Miraya. Hello. Uriah. Viriah. Mariah. Yeah. No, you're Mariah. You're Mariah. My Mariah. My Mariah. No, me Mariah. I thought it was good. And coming from the land where the magic happens, formerly the last dry town west of the Mississippi, folks. My name is Seth here in Monmouth, Oregon. Come by. You can't buy a shirt that says, even when it's raining, it's dry anymore. But that was a definitely a marketplace special t shirt growing up. Mm-hmm. Even I wish when I'd it's been raining, old enough to appreciate it's dry. it. Guys, guess what? This is a doozy. No one's going to say what. This Are is you? a doozy? <laughs> no, yeah. Do we, we, do we guess? Are we guessing? Or do we I, just say what? Do I have to, do I have to participate? What? <laughs> what, Seth? You know, this, this is, is this is not starting well, guys. I'm not going to lie. Do we this? need to do some like warm-up exercises? <laughs> I, think I, I think I did start drinking early. <laughs> well, did you start like I a... Have to, I have to pregame slightly. <laughs> And that's what the reason, folks, is because this week's movie is a doozy. And it's there a doozy. it is. I will agree. Anyone always agree that it's a doozy? Yeah. I, well, this everyone. Yeah. Doozy me. Do, it, it's a doozy. No one's really a floozy. Oh, I take that bat. There was a one gal. Oh, there's with, a there is definitely one lady a, with a, a strumpet. A strumpet. Yeah. <laughs> the language in this is incredible. Yeah. But this movie that we've watched has influenced countless movies that i didn't even realize this was the original source this movie has its fingers in all of my favorite movies i've ever seen like the top two movies the top three movies i've watched more than any other movies directly rip this movie off directly yeah and we'll get into that because it is i can't wait it's a fun one and in a very existential european way Mm-hmm. This week's movie is from not the female actress who I'm about to say, but the director who Mariah's going to tell me because I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Ingmar Bergman. Ingmar. Not Ingrid. Okay. Not Good. Ingrid. Got no it. Relation. No relation. No re- yeah. yeah. I looked it up. No Research relation. To begin on that. We okay. did. I got on that the first time I messed that up for a. Of his ugh. nine Google children, search. she was not one. <laughs> uh, Maybe and five ex wives. <laughs> She was not one. Man, he went through wise like he went through movies. I tell you what. Mm. 
And during this movie, he was going through a divorce. I think he could probably say that for half his movies. And this is the <laughs> first. Chances are good. Chances are, chances are good. Uh, and this is the first appearance in a movie by Mr. Max Vaughn. Sido. Sido. I always did that one too because there's Max Verstappen's a famous racer. Ooh, I think that. So I quite a few with Ingmar after. Quite a bit. Yes, yes that's true. Research Seven, team. 11? Ding, ding, ding. That's correct. We got a win from the research team, Pat. That's one point for Pat this episode. He is winning, just for the record. We now have points. <laughs> that he's by done the way. it before with this guy. With, yeah. He made more than one movie. Yes. Yes. I think he's 11. Done it before with him. Yes, 11. Wow. Research team. That's quite a much. Ding, ding, ding. Quite that's a, a point to Mariah. We well, are 1 1. Pat and Mariah. No one's checking oh. that fact. Let's check. No, it doesn't Wait, hold on. It's fine. That is correct. Okay, we got Excellent. a point. Excellent. Ryan. Okay. Ding. So, uh, first thing, we start out with some hot takes and cold brews, because that's right. We start all of these movies with some super hot takes, and we're going to start with the most confused of the three of us, because he looks like he doesn't want to do this at all. So, we're going to straight to Seattle. Patrick, what is your hot take for The Seventh Seal? I think my hot take is... I liked it more when it was the passion of Joan of Arc. You, oh, that's, you literally have taken so much of what I'm about to t- speak on. The, I, I almost think it's a disservice that we just did the passion of Joan of Arc. Like I wish we spaced them out more and that's, that's not only a, a good hot take, but I'm, I don't disagree entirely at all. Camry. Not entirely. At all. What's your hot take for the seventh seal? Hot take. Mm. Pass. <laughs> That's right, folks. This is the least controversial movie when it comes to movie snobdom because everyone's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. And there's a lot of movies that are like, oh, yeah, no, it's pretty good. My hot take is it's not really that... I mean, I get it. He's dealing with death, but Revelation's not really. I I don't know. I feel I feel like he's he's pushing the Bible stuff kind of not quite in line. I get it, it's death, but you read a lot of lot too many verses used in the beginning here to get your point across. You could have just said like. I guess my hot take is this is a real doozy. <laughs> Shoot. That's, um, that's my, the hot take. My hot take was also that this may be one of the movies that got people interested in foreign films mm-hmm. in the 50s, but really it's not as good as Passion of Joan of Arc, which mm-hmm. is crazy because it's Passion of Joan of Arc was still amazing. And this one is actually way more fun. So to call this one an ex, I feel like it's, yeah. a, I feel it's a false Existen- Swedish existential film. Every joke I've thought about. Because it's a comedy. Oh, it's hilarious. And you have like, yeah, you have the Brad Pitt crazy. Uh, like character who's like, whatever, making smart comments in the background. Yeah, like, so calling this a Swedish oh, yeah. existential movie, I'm just like, I guess, except it's way more fun than Swedish existentialism I ever thought. Like, yeah. I always they think about- They just have yeah. existential breaks. Yeah, it's true. Like, it's let's true. take a break to be existential again, and then we're going to keep going, and then, oh, here we go. Oh, there we are. I love that there were the breaks. Oh, for sure. They were well-spaced. Yeah. I mean- Yeah. I, that's what it felt. 
it felt though like it should have been just a straight comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, and I think that's because of our misconception of what we thought this movie was to be. Because I was yeah. also coming from Joan of Arc, I'm like, oh, here we go. Another hard hitter. It's going to be tough to watch. And then I watched it, I'm like, oh, there's some delightful moments in this movie. And I'm enjoying some weird, kooky characters. This doesn't feel like passion of Joan of Arc at all. How is this the Middle Ages? How is this the Black Death? Yeah. Yeah. Tis, tis a silly place. Tis a- <laughs> and it silly reminded place. me so much of Bill and Ted's and so much of Monty Python and the yeah, Holy Grail. I had a lot of Monty Python so vibes. Much, I got, much so much. And even a little, you know, Max von Sydow's best movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Do I even have to say it? Strange Brew, folks. First one to pull that one down. Strange Brew. What? Uh, yeah, I. It felt like everything to me was just better and other stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, Max von Sydow killed it. Is a striking man, a cool presence. Mm. I like Doug his movie. Yeah. He, his thing mm. but he was in like not the same movie as everybody else <laughs> yeah he was the existential guy that's a good hot take right there yeah max van was not in the same movie he... that everyone else was yeah, everyone, that's the best hot take of the movie right there was in a different movie okay we're gonna ahead of ourselves folks before we move on we need to start out with a little summarizing oh goodness you got it this one uh sponsored by no, no one. one. Unsullied by sponsorship since 2022. You can't buy us. You can't buy us. Well, you can't. But you could try. Please try. Please. Please try. <laughs> you can reach us at Seth at makeitnomedia.com. Mariah, take it away to some faraway Swedish existential happened? place. I'm going to make an attempt, and it's probably going to trail off as it does, as each, it does. each week. <laughs> and tan- tangents will occur. Uh, we, have a, we have a knight, Antonius Block. Uh, the person, not the time of day, just for the listeners out there. Kid Nigget. And his squire, John Jans. Jans the squire. Jans the squire, who sings poorly. Uh, and he's more badass than the knight. What's up with that? He's got a lot of dimensions. He's lived this a hard one. life. Like what? What was this cool scar? And he had like a yeah. bald patch on the back too mm. of his buzzed head. Yeah. Can you imagine being he bald? Pretty sure. Can medieval. you imagine not having hair like that? Oh, Pat. I mean, dude, it's a bummer that I don't have a gnarly scar. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of tangents, <laughs> uh, the day is young, Pat. So they just came back from the crusades. And the knight is saying, what does it all mean? You know. Try to see what sound effects we have for this. Have I done anything meaningful? (laughs) No, that didn't work, did it? That didn't fit. (laughs) But uh, what else does, like, so he happens upon. Well, we got to start with death. Yeah. Why is death visiting? Yeah, they're, they're laying on the beach. As you do. And. He's laying there with a chessboard, and death shows up, and he's ready for him. <laughs> and I I hear you play chess, death. And he yeah. He's well, yes, I, I hear do. You play chess. Let's let's play, you know, for my life, my soul, whatever. And they start the game, and then all of a sudden, 
the story keeps going somewhere else. Very stupid. A new story starts without the wavy. And you're wondering, did they finish the game? What's happening? Yeah. No, They're they didn't. Long breaks this, there's a pause. We actually paused the movie. I watched this with my dad. We actually paused it and rewound it to figure out the verb he used, whether it was past tense or present tense, saying, I played the devil chess or I'm playing the devil chess. And he said, mm. present tense, continuous. Okay. I'm playing chess with the devil. So yeah. then, then I'm like, oh, okay, well, we're yeah. he, in the middle of the game. The devil or did he say death? Death. Well, now, I don't know. It's was, death. Did, did I say the devil? Did I say the devil? Did. I did not mean the devil. Which might have made more sense in some ways. Well, just because you were probably like it. me. Because he made overtime. a deal with uh, Obviously, we also played The Devil Went Down to Georgia immediately in the background for the rest of the film. So that's what we did on my side. I don't know if the rest of you guys. Still wasn't the devil, though. No, it was just oh, you're right. No, just death. Because... He's in a there, bind. there was questions of is God real? You know, yeah. we know death happens, so death is a presence. Mm. But in the movie, it was like, but is there more? Yeah. yeah. And I think that was the big, that's the big existential he's, crisis. He's got some Quite. inner turmoil. And but yeah, but apparently he's heading home, which <laughs> we don't know until very late. Yes. No, I had no clue where to go see his wife. It's the medieval times. As everything takes a while. And timeline wise, it doesn't completely and totally fit into the events happening like no. the plague There's, and right. the and crusades. And yeah, yeah. there are a couple the hundred years apart. Yeah, whatever. And the flagellates. Well, the crusades was like, there's like eight of them. So come on. There really was. was Could have been. Long, it was a long time. Could have been the last crusade. I'm just glad from. that he came back and ended up on the beach, much like Robin Hood Men in Tights. Like, to me, it just is like this makes sense. So I yeah. was like, I was like, okay, historically, probably true then. Yeah, yeah. Coming is... back from the Crusade, you had. Were they the beach. coming off a boat? It doesn't matter. Why were as they long the as beach? they're on the beach? As far they already as my... had horses. They had two horses. Yeah, and the horses were in the ocean. I thought, would horses go get into the ocean? If like, you've seen Frozen Two, it would all make sense. Yeah, their well, horses come. Water. From and water, I think it was a Scandinavian sure. kind of country. Thor definitely told it to happen, for sure. So they're playing <laughs> so anyway. chess, and then they go on their merry way. Yeah. They happen, upon a, they happen upon a body. They Oh, yeah. That, that was most likely died of the plague. 100% died of the plague. Yeah, his eyeballs are all out. Yeah. So a question about happened. this one. Did he not say to the knight because he then was infected by the plague or did he not say to the knight because the knight understood what he wasn't saying because i you mean yeah wasn't sure i think he I, was just being funny see at that point we didn't know the squire was the the comic relief of the i movie. had a feeling he was just being like yeah he said, he said a lot that. with that yeah gaping open wide he, dead face he really was the brad pitt of the movie like he's the brad pitt in motions 11 like sitting in the back Very making smart card comments yeah i think he's eating half the time can be a tough guy and when also he needs that to even be. that was a little bit like shakespearean and like the self oh yeah a narration yeah of, yeah for sure of what was going on right like these asides to the audience mm-hmm. and, oh it's so funny <laughs> and just the comments Which, he makes I, in the background oh he hilarious. said plenty but yeah. uh, yeah. we so, don't know where we're going. So I laughed out loud when he said that. Yeah. I'm like, but then I was like, wait, is he saying this to hide the fact that he now has the plague? And so that basically 
they're all dying now because of that. Or is his knight so fragile about death that, you know, he didn't want to bring it up? Like, I, di- I couldn't tell yeah. I ass- why he said it. I didn't assume that he, nat- like, obviously was had the plague now. Yeah, okay. No, I didn't know either. Although, boy, that plague works you fast, apparently. That, the death scene of the plague later is hilarious. That's that was like COVID-19. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly right. No, no idea how it actually works. Yeah, I went <laughs> I went and saw some minstrels, and next thing you know... Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm a goner. Okay, I'm going to take a dark turn here. Everything's jovial. Excellent. Uh, so... In the time it is now, this 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 podcast will not be released this week, but we just had September 11th on... Three days ago. Three days ago. So... I was going to say September 11th. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Uh, so I... One of the videos popped up, like the, the home... Like the videos that were on the ground, like all the people with their handy cams. <laughs> and I was thinking of how the faces were doesn't match the situation like guys would wave at the camera and mm. smile when there's a building on fire in the background and of course then later mm. it would be like they'd be all screaming and but there's also that point of like human emotions like what's going on. don't match Disbel- what's going on well, yeah. and the, the disbelief whole... hangs out a little longer than and, it stays and so i i thought about that watching Coping mechanisms thinking about this movie of uh that night being just like hardened to all things death and the plague because he's like whatever everyone's dead around me mm-hmm. this is just what it and and i was just thinking like having emotion like in real life we don't actually match what should be going on like and that's real that always is what happened like people don't have the reaction that they do on movies it just isn't what happens yeah and so I, I just kept thinking. Well, I think it's unpredictable how people are. Yes. Act, right. And you don't, and, yeah, so and yourself always... too. And I was like, oh, the plague was a third of the population or something crazy like <clears> that, right? Like I, everyone had new yeah. family. So I just can't imagine how hardened the survivors would be at that point. And coming back from the Crusades, it's just, yeah. And and we'll try to jump into this more, the existential crisis, the Cold War is going on, and Ing- Ingmar's like struggle with whether there's a God or whether his fear of death too. So all that was going on, but that was, it was just so striking to like watch this movie and then watch those videos and be like, humans don't react right to, no. to yeah, we're weird. Very bizarre. Yeah. Very bizarre. Sorry. That was a very dark turn yeah. for me. Was, but that was just, I was like, it became real. Tangents. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. From the light, topic of the plague I that really brought it down yeah, from the the hollow face that he just encountered oh. like oh let's get dark now yeah oh. yeah well the irony is this movie we're going to talk about it again isn't that dark Mm-mm. this movie isn't that dark that's no. the crazy thing about it now there's a healthy fear among the crowd of the the plague and it all being a punishment by god there's there's the church, the flatulence coming through. And that through. was that was a little bit more like felt. That was, yeah. It was well, dark, like, but you're no, also for sure. You're, real stuff. Yeah, but also the comedic part in my brain 
is going, bring out your dead. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like the procession through town and the so, fact that it's the yeah, plague. So, and, many, so many of those yeah. jokes make sense now. I'm like, yeah. I never got these to the full extent without watching this movie. So now yeah. I can watch my Python and yes, Holy Grail and understand the context. Yeah, it helped. I'd like to reverse. <sighs> yeah. I mean, not like our parents would have shown us this first. We're going to show you a really funny movie, but first, you have to understand gotta, the context. In which first, you got to watch this kind of funny movie. Yeah. <laughs> there are funny bits. Also, unfunny bits. Yeah. Okay. So, moving along, finds a town. We, have we got to the minstrels yet? Is it, do they find the, the minstrels yet? Uh, actors. They're, One of whom sees visions. They're, yes. wake, they're waking up. It's a little. That's right. It's, it's a totally, little trio. It's a cutaway. Plus a it's baby. a cutaway scene. Yeah. And, and I was confused again. I'm like, wait, do, are they going to. Oh, yeah, it's two different people. people. Yeah. Okay. Got Cut it. to these guys, three people sleeping in a wagon. Turns out the baby was sleeping in a basket, hanging <laughs> yeah. from the ceiling of the wagon, also. Which lot had of, no diaper on. Did anyone wonder of, about that? Well, just maybe this baby is just sleeping in a sling above them, and, and it's, it's just gonna, gonna leak on it. Yeah. Yeah. Not the, not wise. I uh, mean, I wasn't questioning the fact there was no diaper. I understand no, that, that was a sense. cultural norm thing, but I'm probably yeah. cultural norm in Sweden shooting 1957. Still, probably. yeah. Still. Um. Yeah. So they wake up and. The husband goes outside and has a vision of the Virgin Mary walking her toddler. Didn't expect that to be her husband. In the field. I definitely thought she was going to be the romantic interest for Max. Yep. Mm, No. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was her husband. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like he seemed like too old for her. Well, and too goofy. And she was like gorgeous. Mm -hmm. So you have this goofy minstrel guy who actually was a comedic actor. He's famous for being a comedian, which is why he comes across as such. Sure. Sure. But then, he, also, he, had, he had very much like that, like, I mean, just wide eyed. Yeah. The world's amazing. Yes. Thing. It was just, it, kind of like a Buster Keaton. He was kind of like Buster Keaton. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Or, or more Charlie Chaplin. Or Charlie. Oh, yeah. there we go. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You don't that, like to like, mention Charlie because you guys are all Buster Keaton fans. I mean, Charlie's nothing. Well, Buster's like dour, right? Like Buster never seems amazed by the world. It's That's true. true. That's true. He's <laughs> never like dumbfounded at all. While Charlie's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Charlie's the little boy. Yeah. Creepy little boy. Oh, it's truth. Truth. But yet, like tonally, and we're never gonna get through what this movie's about. No. It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't tonally, matter. to me, like. We start with revelations. Yep. Which to me, and again, the seventh seal, I'm like prepped for this to be like dark, way more. Yeah, lots of questions. 100%. And then we get to chess, and you're like, okay. Right. Another deep, very, very big. Well, and all Symbolism the times thing. that revelation comes up and people are starting to really feel like this is real and we're all going to go down. They're like in a bar and they just got done laughing <laughs> at something and like it. it's all light yeah. until you're like, oh, yeah, it doesn't look good. And doesn't then they're like, good. yeah, let's make this guy dance on a table. What was with that scene? Like, uh, and then the wife blaming him, like, you acted silly again, didn't you? You you brought this on you yourself. You totally asked for this. Yeah, you you too much. silly goose. <laughs> I'm a serious did, goose. I'm a very serious goose. Oh, dear. Yeah, we, so we jump from, you know, chess with death to, like, vision guy and, like, honestly, a very modern feeling relationship between the wife and, and Yelf. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. 
like in just the the way they were talking felt very casual and i it just was like what is this and then he's like a juggler he's the worst juggler i've ever seen he has I was, two balls i was laughing so hard i'm like how and hard is it to learn to went, juggle three balls well and how just hard? their performance on stage too it's the worst oh, song and dance it's ever it's, it's bad I yeah, don't know. Bad. I mean, you know, she's, entertainment she's, just wasn't. She's that pretty good though. Back then, I guess but she was pretty. Pre- but that was true. I would, I would say though, that's probably true. Think of all these small villages, and I'm going to have oh, a yeah. weird. Well, I still think people have, have time on their hands. On they should be able to be good at it if they're going to be up there. I'm going to get the. I'm going to go to the church world here. Have you ever been to a small church that the worship band is less oh. than <laughs> okay? <laughs> No. You know why? Because I've led the I've led those worship people. bands. I have been those people who've had the guitar and sang and thought, hmm, there must be someone out there who can sing better than I can. <laughs> but the people yeah. who are willing to do well, it, I was in often that small it. church, and half the congregation was in the choir, there including me. Hey, but at least you. Well, yeah. yeah. Anyways, that was. I think it was probably more true that poor, there was no band. I I think poor then, performances were normal. The head of the troupe. Midway through the show, Hilarious. runs off with a lady. Did he know her before? No, no. no you she missed the saw conversation. Him in the crowd. They were like making doomy eyes during the performance. He gets hit in the like, face with a tomato and goes out the side door, and she's just laying out a picnic by the bushes and yeah, yeah making like, it real obvious. It felt like he knew, like kind of who her husband was. No, no, no he didn't it know the husband. Like there was something. Okay, the scene before though, he literally he literally says to the other two, he's like, "This is gonna hurt my chance with the ladies. You can't tell me like this because this is because he's yeah, the ladies' yeah. man. So obviously they have right. to show him hooking up with a lady, Pat. And so he just he has it that he has bad. the charisma, yeah, I thought, Pat. I like, know you're probably not used to girls like uh, flirting with you back. I get it. It's it's hot. No. <laughs> yeah, that guy really me, had something. he had something going. I'm telling you. No, he didn't. His- his, it, like, but then they just wandered off into the woods for like days. No, that made sense to me. Multiple days. Like, if they had fine. just wandered back That's out true. a couple hours later, okay. Or like, I mean, and the husband knew right away. To, I was thought he'd come back to finish the show. Yeah. No, uh, he didn't care like, about oh, his show. He was know? the director, and he like, just disappears. No, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll find them eventually, <laughs> and it'll be fine." And so it's like, "What? She didn't have that much food with her." Yeah. The best part is that the husband like expected it and knew it was going to happen or something. Like he was like, "Yeah, that was the best." I'm like, mm, "Not her first rodeo." They've had they've had problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. This is not her. The first. counseling sessions between Johns and him was hilarious. Oh, it's like so you're really good. better off. You're buddy. better off, man. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. All of his stuff. Well, speaking of John, so we get they get to the village. Yep, kind of. They get to a part of the village that is abandoned. Oh yeah, I'm that's before that part, we? isn't there? That's right. Yeah, and you're like, is everyone at the show? Matchmaker, like, matchmaker, make me a match. And then oh, yeah, there's that's weird. Yeah, a dead woman. Yep. That I don't know. Did she die of the plague? Probably. Was she murdered? I assume always the plague. And then we we discover, uh, and he's about to assault some poor woman. Raval. Who... Ravel. Raval. The thief. Yes. The thief yeah. also who happened was a to be the actual person who had convinced them to Vince. go on the crusade in the yes. first place. 
I feel like they really underplayed that. If that was the thing that in a movie today, you would have spent 20 or 30 minutes leading up to that moment. I feel like, like maybe it was right. one of those situations where they cut a lot of his part or the story of his part I, out. Like, you know, just like, he's not that good. Let's just get the, the main, re- the headlines. Like he convinces to go on this crusade. He's a bad guy. Let's kill him with the plague in the end. Why didn't they hit the, the reveal though? is such a waste of a good, like, and you're the one who did this, and now you're doing this. Next but like, time I see you, I'm but literally it's like, hello, new character. Oh, you're a terrible person. Oh, and you did this, and now you're gone. And next time, you're dead. <laughs> it was just seemed like well, a waste. And of... you're gonna show up the next time as like a really cruel person yeah. in the bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Like he's the one antagonizing mm-hmm. uh, Yoff, mm-hmm. and you're like, what is your deal, man? Yeah, yeah. seriously. What did he do? Yeah, that it was not, nothing to do with you. Not good character development on that guy for sure. Also, why any of this? Oh, in this movie about existential. First of all, dread. first of all, breaks. Pat, you need to have some great, breaks. great existential question. Why any of this? Why yeah. do we do any of this? Why, Pat? Any? why anything? Why is that is this, that is profound. Why is this we happening? Hold on, Pat. Yeah, there we go. It became this very weird. Like we need to assemble this. Uh, odd band together to venture through the woods please call them merry men well they needed to they needed to set it up so that the night had a meaningful experience knowing that he was just on the clock here with with the with death you know he needed he wanted something (laughs) and these are the people that gave it to him it just is like (laughs) Uh, yeah, sure. and apparently so they get a big story to go along with. <laughs> so, I'm gonna fast forward through like the husband wife. There's issues. He did, he wants to leave with the knight who is also gonna take Yoff and his wife through the woods to go to their house so they avoid the plague. And they're like, "Yep, the woods are scary, so let's go with this knight." Then we run across the other two people who'd run off to to have Whoopi in the woods. And they all go, we're just going to all go together. After a very, I guess maybe we touch on the slight weird reunion. Everyone but the director. Yeah, where he fakes his own death. Very convincingly. Very convincing. And then immediately is actually killed by falling out of a very short tree. By Very short tree, for sure. Like he was like five feet up. And he's like, Maybe Oh, six. there's people working in the woods. Hey, it's a very this slow. is my tree. Meanwhile, it's like we run across Austin Powers with the guy with the slow thing to be Yeah. No Yeah, you yeah, probably had time to get out of said <laughs> yeah, tree. Yeah. Let's keep this conversation going. Are you chopping down that tree? Oh, this tree? We Yeah, I'm we chopping down this quick- tree glimpse of like church house propaganda yep paintings and which a little is, bit of like it's all meaningless which is kind of the whole thing of how this thing started and he's like well, if they don't like it i'll paint something cheer more cheerful and hey yeah fear cells yeah yeah you could definitely and then we also get a witch trial of sorts yeah that definitely was not the same era but and that's cool no and then they get to the his house well when was and, the passion yeah you know, Huh? Joan of Arc. Something? Yeah, like 1920s. But it was up until that point probably the most well-known with a Swedish, Swedish with a Swedish director. 1928. 1928. 
Maybe. But okay, so yeah, they're really they're really pulling here. Our knight couldn't make it. His whole thing. Well, did we cover the story enough? I know we really didn't. No one knows. Yeah. So the story. Uh, he's on a journey, constantly playing his death. He runs into these minstrels, and then he goes and they save people, save the minstrels from the dancing. And then they save the minstrels from. They eat strawberries and milk. That was like the big moment. Big like, and he's like, "This oh, is yeah. so I'll special." I'll never forget this. Yeah. Um, fast forward, they end up. He he says, he, "He we gotta do the confessional." He has a confessional with death. Oh yeah. And he death. Like, oh, I'm gonna totally get him with this sweet chest mm-hmm. move. Oh, it's you! I just he told thought, that too. What a bonehead! He thought right away. Like to me, I was like, "Oh, that's death." Well, they showed it was death for, to the audience. Yeah. Yeah, those confessionals well, also, like, actually hide looking better. looking through. He's basically just looking at the guy. Yeah. And then there's like, oh, you're like, it's like, come on, bro. Like, I, yeah. It is, you know, he did some magical stuff we couldn't see. It was like, you are not, you, you bad eyesight. Mr. I thought it was That's a double, double death. cross. Like it was going to be like, I actually said that to the devil. Excuse me. Death. Death. Yes, this, this crowd. Yeah, on purpose. So that's what I thought he did. Yeah, I was hoping that. Yeah, but then that's but too, then too modern. Was... That's too modern. Yeah. So, so, so do yeah, that, tricks. and then he's like, I don't know what the point of my life is. I've done all these things, and then he knocks over the pieces so that the two people can flee. Side note: Goofy guy saw death, but wife and kid didn't see death. The kid was very oblivious. Didn't say a thing. He had nothing. <laughs> And so they, they, so then they escape. Think so. That's like the one person he saved, and says like, "Was it worth it? It's worth it. Oh, life is worth it." But like, that's the whole thing to me. Yeah. Like he saved them. He also got them involved. Yeah. And death is in death is at one point saying, "Oh, you're hanging out with these guys, and they're going with you." Right? And he's like, "Why are you asking?" Oh, no reason. No reason. What what? I'm like, is he gonna kill yeah. that kid? Like, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I assume that's they, pretty dirty that death. It's the plague. They all got it. That's what I figured. That's uh, they all had the plague. That's what I just assumed sure, was the sure. story. So yeah, and then but it, it was like, but was it? <laughs> Man, his poor wife. She barely even got a minute, and she's dancing with the death. She didn't care. I didn't, well, very faithful. Like, she waited, and she made. I heard food. you were coming back. Hey. I'm still here. Yeah. Take some notes there. Blacksmith's wife. She is Louise. Lisa. Lisa. Yeah, we've had our problems. I like that the backstory he gives death. Like, you know, this is my wife. And yeah, we've had some issues, but we, we're working through it. You know, like. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, this movie and, and is funny. It was pretty funny. It is. Many... Yeah, so it really was. Like, but not like enough, which is why I think I kept getting reminded of like Monty Python because it felt like a parody of itself. Even when they're just venturing through the countryside, it was imagining coconuts <laughs> and and it was like I thought it was funny because it felt so self serious at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way that you know was funny in Monty Python, but then it'd be actually funny. Because the characters are kind of funny, mm-hmm. 
But Max von Sydow was going through stuff the whole time. Yeah, he's very serious. He's like that emo friend that you're just like, oh, come on. Man, yeah, and just so it. genuine about the bowl of milk, you know, and the wild strawberries. <laughs> I will never forget this bowl of milk. Uh, play your acoustic guitar and get out of everybody, here. Everybody, the plague is happening. We're all drinking out of the same bowl. Yep. This makes yeah, sense. smart. Ironically, and- his next movie is called Wild Strawberries. Yeah. Okay. That was supposedly Some of us should maybe like, watch that. Yeah. Advertisement or something for oh, that's funny. that movie. That's great. Mm. Uh, that's that's but, that's next level right there. Put, yeah, I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> a little egg. <laughs> a little foreshadowing. Before they had Pepsi, this time they just had their next movie in there. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um now my Oh, the the other bit that I thought like well, this could have been something. Was the the girl who everyone thought was, you know, aligned with the devil, who yeah. then really was never denied that. Like she said she was. So right. that was this weird, like, oh, she was just okay, bonkers. I think yeah, she's just crazy. And then, like, all he did was, I mean, he gave her drugs, like a root, so but she he wouldn't also feel the pain. understood her immediately. All his, he has superpowers, like able, uh, ability to read people. Because he's well, like, all well, I he see was is like, here. if she's really communing with the devil, yeah. I would like to have then, a conversation with yeah. him. So I want to in. Which is a good and bit. then he's like, oh, she's totally crazy. No, this is not going to get me to the devil. Hey, lady, I'm but sorry. But I thought, I thought either he would be like, I'm a knight of the crusade. Like, this girl's, you know, sick. Free her. Or, like, there in town. Or we get. Chance number two, which is about to get burned to death. Yeah. And it's like, nah. And well, John, they, they were already like, she's not going to live much longer anyway. Yeah. She, yeah. Which yeah, I thought well, was weird. She looked great. Like, no, at the beginning, she looked terrible. Like, is she, because she was laying there with her she mouth. She looked open. more out of it. And then, uh, yeah, at the end, like, she had she a lot of clarity. Really. Well, no, no. And don't forget the line where John's is like, should we fight the guards? Yeah. They literally yeah. that that was like. But he was like, she's already dead. Yeah, yeah, like that's an option. Which, <laughs> yeah, which didn't read to me because she looked like a perfectly healthy young adult. Yeah, she could have, she could have started an eighties band right there. Like I was thinking. Yeah. Get get a headband yeah, on her good. and we a guitar. Yeah. Heartache too hard. Which yeah. which mm. similar you know again the next person we see die. <laughs> I guess because we don't. We don't really see the the head of the minstrel die, but we see uh, Plaguey McPleggerson come in <laughs> and writhe around. That's great good. performance. Great performance. Excellent. I'm pretty sure that's and exactly how fine. plague suffering happens. They talked about boils and people ripping their flesh off and whatever, and he was just writhing. Well, he was like, in like he got it fast. So fast. He was super. I bad. believe it's kind of like there's different variations of the coronavirus. There's different variations of the plague. Uh, he maybe got the, he had a vaccination. Like, yeah, he had the he had the. They've been guys. writing. Maybe he was vaccinated. Yeah. You guys, it was. A They've been writing for like but fast a long time. He didn't. He didn't have rat plague. He had horse plague. Totally uh, different. Yeah, horse plague. monkey plague. Monkey he, plague. They they were far away from town, and he caught up to them. Plague ridden, caught up to them in the middle of the woods somewhere and was like, I need water. And then died two seconds later. It was just like, I'm pretty sure they were like right by a Creek or a river or something too. It was like, really? Yeah. It didn't make a lot of sense. And then, and then again, Jan's just knows people are about to die. He was like, no, it's too late for him. Oh, Jan's. Well, and the mute girls won. Two more seconds. 
Oh, yeah. we haven't even brought the mute girl yet. She's Let's... the one that wants to give but him the water. Talk. Yeah. Uh, and he was going to, like, rape and kill her in the beginning. Well, that was only, he said he could have. And since no, I that's didn't. John's. Oh, John. The right, plague right, right, right. guy. She was oh, still yeah, wanting right. to give the plague guy water. No, she's and he a sweetheart. No, that's true. No, uh, John's is, you know, great, very uh, good in the dating scene, I'd say. Really like, hey, I didn't kill you or rape you. Uh, you yeah. should do my dishes. Be my He's good. He would be a really good mental abuse I feel like abuse really, yeah, candidate. that was good. And then she's like, well, nothing. And she was weird times. She was gorgeous, too. He had too. no life before that. He's a real gaslighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, didn't she have, in theory, some Fox. existence before that occurred that she could have been like, well, actually... You know, my well, mom's right over there. Well, her mom was probably <laughs> the one face down, dead on the ground. No, that's what like, I assume. Well, the whole village is dead, I assume. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, assume. I don't got family anymore, so yep, I'll yep. be your servant. Exactly that's right. So, she I, thought about it for a second, she did. and then she's like, yeah. I'm... And so like, I guess. You've made a convincing argument. Yeah. I'll be your servant. Yeah, sure. I can <laughs> cook. Yeah, so that was, that was a good times, But then... John's then I believe, after that point was like that was the last serious point he had. Then it was just nothing but cracks and sarcastic and yeah, the rest of the the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then it, yeah, and, and then that even catches the, up to them. Yeah, that catches up. Ha, plays a little plays a little chess. The, it's interesting because the only person death actively killed was the tree cutting. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Then we saw. So, and it was pretty funny interaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was kind of bummed. The conversation hey, what are you is doing good. Down there? I wish Not I would have written down like all of the quotes from like that conversation <laughs> and his conversation, Jan's conversation in the bar with Plog and oh, that was, they were great. It was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a fun little odd couple situation going on there. The writing is amazing. And then also, like, speaking of the director, like, let's actually talk about him and not just his Igmar. strange story. Is that how long he took to prep for all of the movies that, and he wrote most of them that he directed and just spent forever and ever getting ready for this. So, like, this is all him. Yes, he wrote it. He wrote yeah. the short story, which is based on he wrote the screenplay. Yeah. He directed it. And there's like five versions, I think, that got to this point. The where... last two minutes were well, improvised, by the way. That's kind of fun. Because of clouds. Oh, mm, oh that's right. The cool they were cloud. like quick. Quick. Let's Dress do up this. the crew because the actors aren't here in all the actors' clothes and we'll lead them up this mountain. Yeah. That makes so much more sense. I'm like, I can't imagine <laughs> Max dancing like that on the hill. No, no. <laughs> I yeah, literally saw that. Like, you definitely there's no way that side of it looked like they were just getting drug up the mountain. They didn't seem like a joyous no. group no, to me. No, it wasn't much of a dance, but but uh, yeah, Yoff was delighted to see everyone Rise again. On the which I I like was so I read that too. Like the last two minutes was improvised, but like did Yoff was he not gonna do anything, or was it just seeing them up the hill? Like, was that whole thing improvised? That's right. I don't understand. Like, to me, the seeing him have a vision again yeah, made sense it up. as, like, an mm-hmm. arc. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, was that not going to happen? Yeah. I feel like the... Uh, I keep wanting to say the devil. Death. 
was basically insinuating that, hey, I'm going to take this family or someone from this family and it ends up being everyone else because he distracts them and they escape. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's obviously like the one good thing he did in his life or whatever. And, yeah, well, and, he, felt, just like, and he felt like that was the thing. He needed... But he, all he did... He didn't warn anyone. He knocked some stuff like, over. And Yoff right, was watching, when, so he got the idea, and yeah. they made eye contact, and was like, go, But Yoff was like, we gotta get out of here. Yeah. We're distracted. And, and then y- he, like, helped a little more with the distraction. Mm-hmm. And Yoff, That's, like, not a great thing. Yoff was the only one who it's saw all needed, death Pat. and all lived. That's all he needed. He's Apparently, he did nothing in the Crusades. Yeah, worth, he's got a, what do you mean he's got to entertain? Worth anything. Entertain the truth. No, I murdered a lot of... Christians. Mm-hmm. Actually, in the Crusades, yeah. they also married, murdered a lot of Christians too. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah. A lot of just people murdered. There's a lot of reasons. Yeah. Yeah, that's some good times. The Vietnam. Yeah. The Do you think? 1800s. <laughs> like a version, I think that is interesting. Like maybe is that like our night? <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> I heard for the very first time. Um. <laughs> that maybe our knight came back with the plague. Like when we meet him at the beginning, it is like, you're dying. And that's why death is here. And you're killing everyone you're with. He's like, let me spread this a little bit. Yeah. No, you're going to keep stretching it out, but they don't, it's not, it's not, it's not obvious. Reach for that. But that's what I thought right away when they came across the, the dead body. I'm like, Oh, so now you guys are literally just spreading death everywhere you go. That's what I, that was my interpretation from the beginning and then i started reading other people's like, stuff you know like, that's where he's gonna become i think i was just so really dis- i think i was really dismissive of the plague despite the fact that it was well, raging everywhere I mean, around them everyone's dying but we didn't see it i buy that they all died of it in the end like the dance was fine like sure you all mm. had the plague now yeah, yeah. but well i think to, but then also the earlier, family but... would have had the plague and they yeah. Don't. Uh, you would think so, but maybe they were immune. You know, they were spared. The hmm. it felt like there was a ignorance to the plague in the people we saw generally, yeah. right? Because they hadn't seen people with the plague really. It seemed mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I think there wasn't. It's like, oh, that sounds real bad, right? I think there was this, you know, cognitive dissonance. The village we met had about that the plague. Fancy. Cognitive dissonance. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Spell it. Wrote that down earlier. So <laughs> no, and for so sure. There is this weird, like, casualness about it, and then the only guy we see get it is is the real Bravel or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Good um, point. Because then why so, why show well, him die of it? Struck that town. It seemed like they were saying yeah, it's coming there, up yeah. this coast. You want to go this way or this way? Like, it's not here yet. Because they don't really know. Except that we brought it, maybe? Yeah, except yeah. maybe. Yeah, like we can read into that, and then you're like, oh, they murdered that town, because now Ravel has it. Well, right. Hmm. I don't know. It's well, just a weird movie. Yeah. The one thing I, I just have to go back to, though, nothing was like this before it. Mm-mm. Nothing was like it before. And this is the part that's so hard to watch it in 2023, because everything is like it now everything what do you mean what are you talking about the all of the things that we think are ridiculous 
are because they've been homaged so many times. From 19, like we, we've, we've grown up watching, I've watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail more than any other movie. So watching this can't help but bring out me thinking about ridiculous things. So it doesn't really give this movie a chance. <laughs> or, oh, the other movie, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. <laughs> Not even an excellent adventure, but Bogus Journey. <laughs> oh, that death looks death the looks same. Same, exactly. Yeah. And is making the same sort of thing. And because death isn't even that scary, he's kind of goofy. He's kind of like this, like, yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get good gen. Like, he's, yeah, he's kind of like a weasel. Like a, you're a little comedic. You know what? I know you're the bad guy, but you're slithery and. Oh, if Max von Sydow played the devil, the, the death, I think that would have been scarier. Sure. Oh yeah. Right, right. That would have been like, oh. Uh-huh. Then he could have played death well, I, and Jesus. Amazing. I mean, imagine though, if it, if our night was comedic. Uh-huh. Right. If that was a more. I'm of a... telling you that darn the I thought. The he should have been the squire should have been the knight because he was kicking more ass. He was killing people. He was defending people. What did our knight do? Nothing about. He enjoyed the strawberries and milk. And he played chess. Worst knight ever. John's is the true knight. Oh yeah, it definitely felt like in the Crusades, John's did all the work. Oh for sure. You know, Max von Sydow. When he's always rolling his eyes, at least in the beginning, at the night, too. He's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. That weird little hissy mouth thing he did. Oh, and even the conversation with the painter is is John's. Yeah. Making fun of it back and forth. Like, he's obviously, like, he's Ingman Bergman's voice. He, Igmar. Igmar. He is, he is the voice Not of reason Ingrid. of him re- of him arguing back and forth. Like that's, yeah. that's the voice. Like you said, it was the, it's the Shakespearean mm-hmm. talking to the, cause that's the thing that. Yeah. Igmar's, he's the puck of the yes. whole thing. Not, yeah. Ooh, nice. He's puck. Ooh, high five <laughs> on that one. Yeah. A little he's Midsummer's puck. Night Dream. Okay. That's pretty he is, good. He's puck. Yeah. He's Man, like brought checking. the like comic relief. He's telling the story. He's bringing all the pieces together he's a little rapey i mean yeah that makes yeah, sense yeah sure yeah. a little threatening <laughs> i mean there's also like the more modern version would be he would be talking to the audience right sure. like my night is very serious and you know he's going through some stuff <clears throat> and like you know like it would be more deadpool that or something yeah except you know not as funny uh not deadpool but you know what I mean? Like just I, I don't know. There's I still go back to the bag or something. Right? I still go back to the Brad Pitt right. example. Like he's still like the just off the main character gets stuff done or shoot even even actually Brad Pitt in the Leonardo DiCaprio movie too. It's also kind of the whole thing's kind of Don Quixote esque. Yes, in a way, but it's on, too. That's on purpose though. That's also because they do make reference of that as well. Like that uh, this mm. is this quest of nothing. Oh. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's off to fight dragons. Yes. Of, of Tilt it with mills. Yes. Thought. That's very yeah. good. <laughs> Pat's so, so defeated I, by this so movie. So are you exhausted? I, you is just don't seem like. For you? It's so funny. This is. I, just was, I was so disappointed in this movie, I think. That's like, funny. There's stuff I like about it, but I think because I, I looked up like nothing and I, you know, 
I'm very aware of Max von Sydow and Ingmar Bergman is a name I've heard a billion times. I know nothing else. And so it's the seventh seal and the narration at the beginning is like, oh, it's stuff's bad. We start with what looks like dead bodies on the beach and they're just sleeping real rough in the rocks. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. true. I thought they were and dead too. Like, I thought it was like a, like a sure flashback. The squire oh, okay. I thought was dead. I was like, what? I'm not dead then, yet. Yeah. Yeah. And then we jump to the, the minstrel group and then you're like, what is this movie I'm watching? <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. it was like, there was funny bits and like, moments but then i'm like oh i wanted i kind of wanted the the thing that was like we're gonna like really dig into end of the world and what is going to happen to us after stuff yeah which and it was kind of like that's what the knight was doing but we don't really get into that no that's the knight's internal journey and occasionally he talks about it but he's just kind of whiny you know, uh, and in the end, he's satisfied with the like very moderate amount of do-gooding that yeah, he's he like, did. I, did. I did kind of an okay thing. Yeah. So he's Luke Skywalker. Sure. He's whiny. Doesn't really. A little bit. Doesn't, a little bit. Do, barely saves the day. Like, Except he didn't. At least Luke learned to use his lightsaber. You know, the knight didn't hey, do anything heroic. He learned how to knock over chess pieces. With to his, let with this big cloak. three get away. Yeah. I, I also thought there was this big setup to like how clever he was going to be right. with death. And it kind of felt like, oh, you're an idiot. Like, why are you telling the priest? Yeah. Oh, I got this sweet move. Oh, I didn't even and, look and, over oh, at yeah. you. And oh, you're not my, a priest. You're the so guy. Good. Also, what was this thing? My knights and my bishops or something. And it's like, yeah, everyone knows you can use all your pieces. Like, what did you... <laughs> give up like how does that strategy now oh no now he knows i was going to use my knights yeah it's like then death would have been an idiot i don't know it just became this weird like yeah must they must not have been very good at either one of them yeah (laughs) but it felt set up to be this clever like i'm challenging death over like the whole point of mortality or something yeah and it was like Oh, well, now he's going to beat me. Whoops, I just knocked over my yeah. pieces. And I don't remember where they were. And it's like, that's the, the oh, fifth so grade funny. move. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, it, so it just kind of left me, un- like, I was honestly like the end scene where they're all like, they all see death and they're all like, you know, you know, kind of giving him honor and like that scene vibe-wise, even with the wisecracking that was in the midst of it, was like, oh, this movie, I'm into this movie. <clears throat> yeah. But you didn't get much of that movie. Yeah. I don't know. It just was all over the place. Yeah, there's a couple different movies happening, not just storylines. But I don't know. I I found myself enjoying the fact that it jumped from vibe, like mood to mood, Yes, the existential was very low on the from what from what the movie started out as and you're thinking, "Oh, this is very going to be dark and it's all going to be about him trying to cheat death and what does it all mean?" and mm-hmm. there's very little of like there's not a lot of it. It's I'd say 15% maybe is what this is that is actually about the rest More bark, is kind of n- no bite yeah but i still enjoyed like 
the language, the the banter, the you know, not the music. The music was rubbish, but <laughs> that's funny. Like there's there's so much of it that I did enjoy. Yeah, it's not super cohesive. It but at the same time it you know, it sparked all of these parodies and Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I appreciated in the fact that we wouldn't have had so many things if oh, it wasn't for this. And I, I found it was fairly movies. easy to watch. I mean, oh, it yeah. was. I was never bored. Never bored. I was bored. kind of pleased to find out that yeah. it wasn't as dark as it appeared. Yeah, and let's be honest. As good as You Joe... put Max von Sydow on the oh, front of you're anything. Good. You're good. You're like, this is terrifying. <clears throat> this is interesting. Oh, yeah. With some black, in black yeah. and white. Yeah. With some harsh let's, lighting. You're like, can't Whoa, be good. Let's go yeah. back to the movie we're compar- comparing crazy. to it. And Maybe realize... that's the problem. If it hadn't been the front picture, <laughs> that's true. would you have been as disappointed? Maybe not. Okay, so let's compare it back to Joan of Arc. Mm-hmm. Halfway through Joan of Arc, I'm like, okay, she's crying again. <laughs> it got a little yeah. heavy on the like, I get oh, it. This sure. is it. So I have to say, as a movie that's somewhat modern, because it's 57, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's very modern. Very modern. Very modern for 1957 as well. Mm-hmm. So, and this is, a, and obviously. Like everyone talks about this, it's the nod to the uncertainty of a Cold War nuclear holocaust. Like that's what everyone is like saying. Yeah, end times. End times. Vibes. Max is freaked out about it, and this is him kind of dealing with it. Totally get it. So that's that character. I think that character of Max's is every hippie and pre-hippie. Sure. whining about like what's it all mean what's the point of it all we're all gonna die anyways like that's a very real person in the 50s 60s 70s but like let's throw a lot of humanity into right. this let's you know throw some real situations that are not about that and mm. let's kind of make fun of it a little or yes make light of it like my <laughs> wife ran think- off i have no idea where my wife is did you think there was something to who ended up dying that we should read into? Like you could argue the 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 husband and wife, the juggler and his yacht and I forget the wife's name, and the baby. Like they're they're innocent, right? Like they're 100%. truly, they're innocent, truly the innocent ones. Yeah. Everyone else. I mean, I don't know what the mute girl did, but <laughs> and the wife. She'll never tell. You know, so, but you could argue like you know the the blacksmith and his wife. Yeah. Have, up and the knight and the squire done stuff they've seen things they've done like, stuff yeah it's curious i mean it's like it but it's not really that it wasn't like it felt like if it was that it. no it felt like if it was that it was the night sheep go to heaven goats oh, go to no hell. hell uh so i was Thank thinking you cake you're welcome uh i was thinking about that also, because like the innocent versus not innocent. But I remember, what was your reaction when the mute girl said, it is finished? I was kind of delighted that she felt relieved. You know what? All right. That's how I read it. Like mm. she's had a life of suffering. And she's like, it's I'm done. 
Yeah. Like, this is take me fine. Away. Let's do this. Good. I was just yeah. like, I was like, and really? Like You're seems... ending with the same thing Jesus said? Okay. That's pushing kind of this. A little, I got a little, yeah. I literally rolled my eyes. I'm so oh, sure. cynical. Well, I'm sure. so bad. Sure. But no, I, mean, I think that's, you had a much too. better. She was resigned and said, yeah, it was more like this. Which is the, you know, the, the Jesus of it all too, right? Like, sure. you know, accepting the fate. And, and for her, to me, it shaded her entire life for me. In mm, character, yeah. Like that, oh, she, like, we knew nothing about her, right? Except that maybe someone she knew was dead. And she's but like, also she was willing her. to, like, go be a cook for this jerk who's can, trying yeah. to rape her. Can we yeah. talk about how pretty she was? Jesus, we yeah, she was so pretty. A lot of, I mean, lady. Swedish. Both of the ladies Swedish were very blonde. good looking. Yeah. Not the Lisa, sorry. No, Lisa was not. Sorry. You're kind please. of... Yeah, she's... she's a good character, though. A great character. Especially right. to that... She's like, a great catch for yeah. for Bog or whatever his name was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> You're playing into the name? movie. Plog. 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 Weren't you going to name your first son Plog Pat? Too many people have it. Yeah. Plog. My, my husband Pat. said he wanted the one syllable name. Most popular name. Mm. I mean, the name. The cast names are oh, incredible. pretty wonderful. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. We got a Gunner. We got a, an <laughs> Anders, a Bertle. Banked. An Inga, oh, a Maud. BB. A BB. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Inga, that's Many a little too actually. Yeah. And then Max von Sydow, like that's a that's a top ten it's name. Max, Max Ulf Johansson. <laughs> yes, that is Jack Slater. Uncredited. Yeah, <laughs> I, sorry, Ulf. I, but I think like I would have liked more. Again, I, I guess I'm asking for it to be one of two different movies than it was. You want one it to be what it was more, promised as? More comedic or way more, more like, mm. let's dig into revelations and get more biblical and... Really feel sure. the... Or, you know... Yeah. But yeah, just be more serious. Because also, I expected this to be way more snobby than I would argue it is. Yes. It's snobby to me because they chose to film it in black and white in 1957. Right. You know, but also like, this, yes, like on, the cinematography. We, thank you. We haven't even talked there. about this yet. They're the only cinematography. out anywhere in the beginning and at the end. It's so good. Everywhere else is on whatever. Can we talk frame. about the framing that, of the cinematography for just a half a second? Sure. One half. Every. Oh, we're oh, finished. Uh, moving on. You have to ask for more time. <laughs> okay, next time. <laughs> the way they frame the faces. On so many scenes where it was one, two, back, forward. It was just every time. Like, I loved it so much. I'm like, (laughs) I want to make films that have these moments where they turn and look and you (laughs) see a perfect in the background, perfect to the side. Even the... The final scenes where they just had... Oh, they're all... I loved them so much. So there's so many... Not quite as, like... Square as Ozu, but dang, it was cool. I really had those moments. I'm like, this is so rad. Well framed, very, very. Yeah. Yeah. So that. But I am. But I there was weirdness, and I don't know if it's how lighting worked at the beginning shots where it's like they're in the foreground and it's like the ocean or clouds in the background. 
It felt like green screen somehow. Like it was. Well, it was only so... the beginning. The only on the beach because they, they were filmed actually... on location and they had to deal with all the freaking light that this is hard to yeah. film around. Like he's obviously filming okay. on location. So I, that was going on. Yeah, like that's uh, back projecting or rear projection or something. Oh no! In those shots. No, no, they were on the beach. I'm saying, like, I'm. I think they were on location because this was filmed in like they were three on, weeks. Only on the beach, and only at the end where they were doing the dance. That's the only time where they were actually out in the world. On and that's a real hard location. to deal with. Everything else, like that one spot, yeah. I can tell what you're talking about, where there's like yeah. a whole outline of Max. Just anytime and that they... I think was totally green screen. Even when he's, it was a weird shot. He's walking up and all the rocks are in kind of the foreground. And I was like, is he like composited terribly into this until he got closer to the foreground and it was like right. the rocks moved. I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was guess he confused. was somewhere. I was confused there too because I was like, is he just that bad at walking or like, <laughs> it was odd. What's... I, you know, I, from a cinematography perspective, I was more engaged by Joan of Arc, I think. Yeah, but Joan of Arc, you, again, we're comparing literally the best of Silent Era. Like, yeah, but that was well, also, thirty Joan years of Arc before. Was no, but and, and one Joan of Arc that they was very limited, it. very limited. You had no yeah. shots where you had like. You couldn't do scenery. horses. There's no horse. Like, there wasn't horses. There was yeah. There was no scenery. There's no. Yeah, yeah. It was very limited to this small facial whatever else, and that's why I think it worked in that era because of the limitations of the technology. But fifty-seven, and this yeah. guy was very heavily influenced by our boy Kurosawa. Like he wanted yep. to be like Kurosawa esque in a lot of the things he did. So obviously he's going to have those those scenes where you see all of the flagelling people and and the big fire in the back and the yeah. so you you still going to have those influence. So you and couldn't do And I think in that they did a great job. Oh, I thought they did a great job, and I thought it so, was when they had like a forest in the background, or th- you're up in the right. meadow or on the hillside, y- like you. It, because remember when they did that in the Southern era, it's called Nosferatu. That's what it looked like back then. <laughs> so let's just remember that. Because show me a movie in that era. Because the closest we got is Buster Keaton. <laughs> I said it right. <laughs> and 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 think about Not that. What that looked like. And then go to Kurosawa, who was a master in it, but still didn't look like Joan of Arc. And then tell me. So really, you should be comparing Seven Samurai to this movie. And that's what you should be comparing. Well, and I would say, I mean, yes, that's a good point. Seven Samurai's framing and composition beats this one to me, mm-hmm. but it's good. I think the other thing, seven, like this is four by three, yep. right? OG. Seven Samurai was not four by three, was it? Oh, now you got to look this up. I think it was. I don't know how it could. It felt, I think it felt like everything was kind of like, compressed to me in this movie where seven samurai felt a little bit more vast and and maybe i'm totally just misremembering but Mm. well i think also it was very good yeah i do think it's also this because they had so many headshots where it was literally like boom 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 Mm -hmm. as kurosawa like like, i loved there's some lighting stuff I love where people were coming in and out of darkness Mm -hmm. especially that last scene when the when the girl stands up 
and then we kind of see all of our characters come in yep. to their spots. It was yep. like, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even I mean, there's great stuff for sure. The confession scene was stupid, but it looked gorgeous. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah. And the also there's a, lot, there's a lot more interesting like canted angles and and kind of interesting framing on on stuff that you know could have been less interesting. <laughs> but it also I, felt like a small movie in a way, even though they're out on set sometimes. They had a super low budget. Constrained. Yeah, it didn't really. Hundred and fifty thousand. Like I think was the budget. Yeah, crazy. in a short timeline. Just and crazy. this was after he had a successful movie oh and by the way he's still doing stage productions while he's filming this movie like all the people who are on this movie with him are also in performing live (laughs) on sweden's broadway at the same time (laughs) like so when max van sido talks about it he's like oh yeah we were just like literally a family because we do everything together we would do this and he's like i don't know how he did it but we'd shoot these movies and then we'd go and then we'd premiere this show and then we premiere another show and then we shoot this next movie yeah. it's just crazy 15 movies he i was looking at his filmography one year there was like four or five movies in one year yeah that's crazy that's just well and just the span of max von Sydow's like acting was yeah. like 70 years that he was active yeah, and it's crazy because he said no to so many good parts before he took on the Jesus yeah, part. That's, that's crazy. That's the crazy me. part to me because, especially later, when he took on things like a Strange Brew and Flash right. Gordon. I'll, sure, I'll do. <laughs> He's the like, well, I'm sure. I'm sold out now, but man, yeah. Yeah. I wonder why I like Strange Brew, man. I st- it, I still think it kicks above well, his weight class. <laughs> that, to me, that's one of those things. Like he's so he plays it so straight in Strange so Brew straight. that it makes the rest of the movie. Great. Amazing. In this one, I feel like he's kind of doing the same thing, but like it's not as broad outside mm-hmm. of him. It was his first know, freaking just... movie. Give him a break, buddy. No, he's great. I think the movie <laughs> that he ha- he was in doesn't quite capitalize on what he was doing in a way that I think it could have. Mm-hmm. It's just so I hard. Think, I think, it's I, think just, I, had, yeah. I had expectations. I wanted highbrow, snobby, <laughs> Swedish cinema. Yes. And what I got was like not too far removed from Strange Brew and Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Right. So I'm going to. And gonna... part of the reason he turned down certain roles too was because Bergman was like in his ear and said, like, no, you shouldn't do this. And like even one of the ones he does, oh, I think it was the greatest story ever told. Uh-huh. He told him, I don't think you should do this. And he did it anyway. Oh, that's funny. So you like, I don't think it was the best. I got, I got, a, I got a it's hot take for you guys. Choices. Got a hot take for you now after hearing all your hogwash or nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbish. Um, snobby movies can be fun to watch. And I feel like yeah. people think that snobby movies have to be painful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're hating on this movie because it wasn't painful enough and it wasn't trying to because now I feel movies do that all the time. Like I, feel I like want you to was, feel bad about yourself. I feel like and that's it why was, it's a snobby movie. Yeah. But this one does not. It's playful. It asks hard questions. Agreed. And it has a goofy Agreed. thing. I just feel like it was misrepresented in the world presentation Always. of the movie. I think oh, anywhere you look and you see that picture of max 
in the black and white, and you're like, this is dark, this is deep. And even the description yeah, of the sweetest movie. existentialism. The everyone says that. The movie, you're like, this is not what I was expecting. I think that's the thing, is it just misrepresents itself. I agree. I totally and agree. It sets you up to think, oh, this is one thing and it isn't. Yes, it is snobby, very snobby. Well, I still felt like it delivered, about- but I just felt like it didn't represent itself correctly. We're talking about the Crusades, medieval culture, and the Black Death. And you're like, <laughs> I'm a, like, also not me historically for accurate. Really not that's historically accurate. Not historically Not accurate yeah. at all. This might as well be Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah. And I, I liked it. I wanted it to be. Did you? More, and I didn't want it to be painful. You wanted, wanted it to be one to way be or the deeper. other. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted it to be deeper. It felt honestly pretty shallow to me. You wanted more because layers? the comedy kind of lightened it. More like a Shrek. Comedy yeah. kind of brought it up to be like a very layers. approachable movie. I'm not a cake. Yeah, no. more layers. Yes, ogres have layers. <laughs> Onions have layers. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like it just felt like it. It could have been something that I was like, "Wow, like yeah. what a movie to watch." Sure. And it didn't have to be yeah. painful. It just was like, "Oh, but it." It kind of just felt like a movie to yeah. me, and so yeah. that's where I'm confused about why, mm-hmm. even for the time, because we've seen better cine- cinematography better performances before and after it mm-hmm. in Sweden, mm-hmm. in, you know, like in black and white in silent. And so this one to me, it's like, well, I don't just, I just don't see why this stood out to people so much as like this, like mm-hmm. snobby, you gotta see, you know, you don't know Swedish cinema until you watch Ingmar Bergman and Max von Sydow and the seventh seal. Yeah. And it's like, okay. I feel like maybe to certain, I think maybe at the time to people, it delivered a lot of things like, oh, it had everything. It had a little bit of this, it had a little bit of that. And And maybe that's, maybe that's the thing I'm missing is for a movie of like this caliber to play so much with tone. Mm -hmm. Maybe that is more revolutionary than I can give it credit for because I don't know. Right. Yeah, right. I'm, not, I'm willing I wasn't to aware give it, of what culture was doing it. Yeah, I'm willing to give it that assumption that it delivered to people in ways that they hadn't had, like so many different ways that it appealed to them. Maybe I also just have to think about how far removed from Joan of Arc we were, and that not that many people have probably seen Joan of Arc in 1957. I just yeah, I mean, honestly, like that we were talking the end of World War Two, not too far removed. Mm. You pretty still far. well, pretty far, but but far enough that you still remember. Yeah, like the everyone's still alive and sure, in their fifties. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And and there, and you don't really have and everything else at that time from the American cinema is musicals, happiness. Very light American and Dream, and you have very few like existential crisis movies going yeah. on in that. Let's still be fluffy, but let's also Black Death. Yeah, and it's like, very not light and fluffy if you think about it. Not in terms of nineteen twenty. What year was it? Twenty seven. That was uh, Joan of Arc. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So after the World War One, before World War Two. Yeah. Like they, yeah. I, I, I think it's we have to realize this changed international cinema to make it accessible by to the United States mm-hmm. again. Like this literally was the, the movie. This I is could, yeah, this is the Yojimbo. This is Kurosawa's Yojimbo. I could definitely see how appealing it would have been in the states. Yeah. For a foreign like that, like for a foreign film, this is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that was kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> like I followed it all the way. Yeah. And, and it's still very. They always say this is as essential as the French New Wave because the French New Wave movement's like so snobby. Thinking about like Breathless, yeah. where it's just like okay, Way you're just to watch. trying to be. Snobby for snobby's sake and breathless, it feels like. like yeah. Art school film. Exactly project. right. Yeah. So, like, yeah. this one was not actually, I don't think he was trying to be an art school film. He was just trying to make a film mm-hmm. and try to make like, it. I wrote a story again, I and I want to make a movie out of it. Yeah. Like, I had expectations about that, too. Mm. Like, this is. I mean, so, there, so if there was a, bad a comparison. disclaimer at the bottom. <laughs> not French New Wave. It's not as snobby as you think it's going to be. Well, that's like, a, to me, it's like, you know, this is Spielberg doing uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Like, that's talking about some deep stuff, sure. but it's in a package that is pretty <laughs> approachable. Mm-hmm. Forrest Gump. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not, it's not that snobby i guess right like mm-hmm. it, it's like it's just a it's a movie about a topic at a time where maybe that was that was kind of pushing things like people don't want to think about death at the movies mm-hmm. and you made a movie about death if this was in english it wouldn't be a snobby i'll give you that because it's the same thing with asian films asian films have these goofy kooky parts that if they were in english we'd be like this is rubbish mm-hmm <laughs> Like I'm not. I, I just. They have Andy very Rooney. deep undertones. Deep undertones, because like you know, what's more serious than this movie? Spirited Away. <laughs> Spirited Away was more dark, oh, yeah. for sure, and had Definitely more like more you're dark. dealing with like hard things the whole way through. Yeah. And it's literally a teen movie. Yeah. And it's a cartoon. Yeah. So. And it's dark, and it's got all the layers. Oh, it's, it's so good. Got, yeah. And Pat's still a hater. What? Yeah. Freaking animator doesn't even like good Damn, animation. Hate this <laughs> Disappointed. So I think this is is one of those groundbreaking movies because of the influence similar to it's it's hard because a lot of these movies like Alien, like um The Shining, are referenced so much, but it's hard to say they're snobby, even though they are very snobby. Because they changed everything. And they changed the yeah. way we look at cinema. They changed how cinema can be made and how you can inter- interchange it and how you can make fun of it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think some movies you have to appreciate the snobbiness, not because the movie standalone is snobby, but because of what happened after. Like what yeah. it, what yeah, it turned into. Yeah, it's very into. interesting. It's interesting how much this movie clearly influenced other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That on its own is this kind of fascinating, like, oh, a lot of people watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot. You know? So I really want to watch some more Ingmar Bergman movies because people love him in the snobby film community. Like, yeah, what's up with the strawberries? Like, you guys? They, they, they're wild. 
I was looking up what was it the French list of the top ten movies of every I forget what it was called but it's like a very snobby list and the it's always got snobby list. Godard on it uh, and then but Ingmar Bergman's on there every freaking year like huh. it's these crazy snobby movies and he's always on the list every time he comes out with a movie so he must be there must be something about it that makes him snobby even though he's accessible and it's very hard because like when we think snobby we don't think accessible and is that a wrong way yes. to think we'll figure it out i think learn. that is a common way to interpret it and what we're learning is that's not always true mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sometimes it's true sometimes yeah. these movies are a Just... thing you gotta deal with yeah i'm looking at you nosferatu yeah yeah and other times you're like, oh, okay, yeah, these are just movies, people, you know, just humans trying to put together a story that engages an audience. And you go, yeah, mm-hmm. everyone's doing these things. Yeah. No, I was very... I did like it. I, I hate to... I don't want to make it seem like I don't like the movie, but I felt like I came at it in the wrong way. Yeah. I wish I, I came definitely... at it just with... Yeah. Less expectation. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Same. I think that we because every time I looked at it like why this movie is so influential, it's like it's like it's actually really watchable. Like that was on every single list is how watchable this is and how fun it is mm-hmm. and how it's not your classic snobby movie. Sure. Like all the lists talked about like, oh, this is actually funny and hilarious. Besides and it's but it's still snobby. Sure. And so that was yeah. But because it still is Ingmar Bergman's way of dealing with his overbearing clergy father and his question of yeah. death, which are very big issues that everybody deals with, but it still is a fun, goofy movie as well, mm-hmm. which we don't usually like to put those two things together. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. I think, we, I think that's it. But so it, did it is this on your snobby level where would you put this movie at where would this be if you're american well we have to be because we don't have many choices (laughs) i think still pretty high on the like get you to watch it like to me people are not seeking out seven ceiling mar bergman movies right right like I'd still say it's so in that way there's higher there's a there's a barrier to entry of like even thinking of watching this movie mm-hmm. that I don't think you should have mm-hmm. so I think it's still kind of snobby right. but watching it but it's not because the movie's snobby it's just like the I think barrier to entry is high. Yeah. it looks like it it looks like a nine but it's really a six and a half <laughs> yeah I, I would say or a seven and a half I'd put it like above uh the what was the western we watched um with Clint Eastwood? Good, the bad, and the ugly. good, the bad, and the ugly. I'd put it oh, above nice. good, and bad, the ugly. I'd put it above the searchers too, more snobby than the searchers, just because John Wayne is so big. Mm-hmm. So I'd put it above yeah. John. I'd put it above all those ones. And those are in color. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I would put it below like hard boiled. <laughs> Which is, which is, well, I don't know, though. The problem is Hard Boiled is so new, but it did change a whole genre of things, too. So I put it closer to that that Hard Boiled above the, what was the sultry one we watched with uh, David Fincher? Blue Velvet. Oh. Blue Velvet, yeah. Above Blue Velvet, 
Um, David Lynch. Lynch. Lyncher. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, whatever. He directed Aliens but 3. We, need the other, we, we have the counter, you know, for getting bonus points, and then we have the counter. Of I know. I'm negative, and, wrong and you guys are above. So I haven't said Buster <laughs> Douglas yet, so we're doing good. Yeah. Um, I would say it's below um, all the silent films, of course. Like, yeah. even Charlie Chapman, I'd put it above this. Lynn. Yeah, it's it's up there. Hmm? It's 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 a, but it's mm-hmm. it's hard because like, it's so influential. It's so influential because even Citizen Kane, which is arguably the best movie of all time, isn't that snobby. It wouldn't be on my top snobby list. Yeah. Because really, the snobby movies are like, nobody liked this, but I like this, so it's good. <laughs> you don't understand You it. don't understand yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I, think that's the, I think the other thing that you kind of brought up at the beginning of this movie is like, what is snobby? Yeah. And why is it snobby? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I know the answer to that. I think it's snobby depending on how you talk about it. Mm-hmm. And if you make it like, oh, you haven't seen this? <laughs> well, that, this gets pretty that high marks on that. Like, yeah. But it gets into like you haven't seen it because it's a freaking slog, you know, and it feels <laughs> horrible to watch, right? Like, right, right, right. But that's not this. It's just you haven't seen it because it's Swedish and in black and white and from 1957, mm-hmm. not because it's right. like hard to watch, inaccessible. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think, yeah, I think it still goes pretty high in the snobby years just for that because it isn't watched that much. Yeah, even though it's not that hard to watch. Mm-hmm. So, there yeah, you I go. agree. Yeah. Okay, drinks. What's our drinks for this one? Because it's this one. Okay, I was, I was thinking about this before, which I know is more than you two have done. Guilty. Uh, this is an enjoyable drink by all, but not super, but not like that. It's like kind of snobby, but not as snobby as we thought. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with like not champagne, but like a sparkling white wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite the French wine, but everyone still kind of enjoys it. So it's not like so expensive that like no one can get it because mm-hmm. actually when people can actually buy this one, mm-hmm. so you don't have to buy like the super, it's not Dom Perignon. It's like the cheaper champagne brand. There you go. <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> Cause it's still enjoyable. It's like to everyone. It doesn't yeah. have to be like an IPA. It doesn't have to be like a, a lager. Like a solid German beer. There we go. Like I'd a... say Swedish, but who knows what they drink? Yeah. I... <laughs> well, I, so I just looked that up. Yeah, thank so I'm you. I'm going to give a shout out to Niels Oskar Brewery. Obviously, it's Niels. Which produces Cl- classic. some pale ales, IPAs, Oh, I changed my it's answer. I changed my answer. Go ahead, Mara. I'll tell you my answer in a second. Winner. I don't know. What I'm trying to think of one. Oh, jeez. Uh, Research team. Obviously, the uh, Elsinore beer would be my beer yeah, choice. Did we notice that they were going to an Elsinore? <laughs> did anybody mention that in the movie that they're going to an Elsinore? Uh, oh, boy. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're going to Elsinore they're in the movie. They're going to Elsinore, but they decide not to because the plague hit it. Yeah, like they're going to like to do their next show. Okay, wait a minute. Look, 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 in Elsinore, in referencing El- the Seventh Seal. Oh, sorry. Please say yes. Please sorry. say yes. Oh, we're looking this crap up right now. Sorry, yeah. listener. You got to deal with that. Pat, pick your drink while we're looking this up. 
Hey, Kavia, it's a, it's, I'm going to give you an, an IPA from Neil Oscar Brewery. It's hard to get, <laughs> but you'll probably like it. It's not that hard to you get. Know. A nice polliner. A nice polliner. Polliner, polliner. That's oh, what that's I would so have so funny. Polliner. No, I'm the sticking with Elsinore. The Doppelbock. Doppelbocks are good. I'd have a Doppelbock on this one. A double, huh? So it's like a little little, little extra alcohol. I don't know if it's a double. It's a doppel. It has more alcohol. Is that double? Yeah, it's double. Is doppel double? It is. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Let's also, see. always interesting when, when languages have very similar sounding words. More you box every is now and again, good, right? You'd be like, oh, I understood what that word yeah. was. That was also comforting. Yeah, that was also helpful in the fact that it's a foreign film to know that the words do have some, like, every time, like, I was waiting when they'd say Jesus Christ. I was like, oh, it's very, yeah. it's very close. It's like, it's okay. Yeah, it was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like... Oh. yeah, I cannot I find if it's, it's actually a reference to... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, they, but they said it a couple of times, like, oh, we're going to go to the festival in Elsinore. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And I was like, really? You are? I yeah, don't that's know that so it's great. a reference. Oh, yeah. We might not know. It's just a coincidence. No, I think it is. Well, oh, man. They do talk about it. Mm. But not... It's not for sure, for sure. But that, uh, they, it's got to be. Why it else? It would be a weird coincidence. It would be a weird coincidence. Yes, they I'm, do talk I'm about it. Okay, so they do talk. So I wasn't lying. Uh, they talk about it, but they don't. It's not. It says they point out the same thing. The name of the brewery in the film is the Elson Brewery of Axon Sino, who played in the Pooh Master in this movie, is also the film of the Seventh Seal. In that film, the squire was heading toward the village of Elsinore, beside not to go because the plague was there. See. So yes, they do. And there was beer. It. And there was out of. There was beer. There was beer. <laughs> Elsinore is my choice. I change everything. I wanted Elsinore. And the best part is the only reason Max Van Sydow did that movie is because his son was a fan of Bob and Doug McKenzie. Oh, really? that's for free, folks. That's, that's awesome. for free. That's delightful. It's so that's great. Delightful. That's the same reason Thank that. Thank you uh, for the fun fact. You're welcome. This is why. This is why you wait till the end of the episode, everybody. Folks. Don't you skip out? No, because you Hang we on. save some good nuggets. We've got the very end. We've got something to say end. here, people. Nuggets. Just say nuggets again. The bitter and hoppy end. Nugget. The hoppy end. That's right. All right, folks. Uh, this should be on your uh, to watch miss too much bist. To watch list if you want to be a true movie snob because despite Patrick's curmudgeons, this is a good one. That's why you bring me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's true. I know. We need, a, we need a naysayer. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Can't be all positive. Can't be all sunshine and rainbows like me. <laughs> like my Mariah. Yeah. Mariah sunshine. That's what makes me a snob within the snobbery. That's right. right? I don't like stuff. Yeah. No, that's right. You got. You can't like stuff bring to be a true snob. Awesome. Uh, okay, this was a. Uh, I liked it. I liked it because it was very uh, surprising. I'd have mm-hmm. to say this is a it very, surprised very us all. surprising. We were all surprised, all surprised in different ways. I and didn't know good, what bad, and indifferent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been another episode of How to Be a Movie Snob, where we talked about the amazing, the doozy, Seventh Seal. That's our first Ingmar Bergman. Ingmar Bergman. That's that too. And Max van Sado. Sado. Wow, I can't pronounce anything right now. 
Anyways. Don't worry about it. Keep watching. Just right now, though. Learn how to pronounce stuff unlike me. And thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, this is Seth. Mariah. Matt. Keep watching movies. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.